now, back to The Tim Donnelly Show on the talk of the New River Valley, 1017, 1035, and 1460 WRAD. Welcome back into the Tim Donnelly Show on the talk of the New River Valley, WRAD, 101.7, 103.5, and 1460 AM as well. You can also catch us on uh, the TuneIn app, live streaming every morning. Uh, You can also catch us on uh, WRADradio.com. So WRADradio.com, you can listen to our live stream, the TuneIn app, search for WRAD Radio. You can listen to the live stream. We're on every single morning from 6 to 9, every single weekday morning from 6 to 9. And if you miss it, you can always double back on the podcast, found everywhere podcasts can be found, Spotify, Apple, all that kind of stuff. If you do go the Apple route, we would appreciate it if you could uh, rate, review, and subscribe. It's the Tim Donnelly Show on, on everywhere podcasts can be found. Wherever you listen to podcasts, go ahead and check it out. We would greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, also, follow us on social media, Donnelly Show, Donnelly Sports on Twitter, uh, The Tim Donnelly Show on Facebook. Um, now, it's time to get you covered. Uh, it's a quick five-minute segment we do every single day to make sure that you are up to date on what's going on in the sports world. So any conversation that you find yourself in, you are never in over your head. You always know what's going on. It's called Gotcha Covered. No one has time to catch all the games. Don't worry. Tim will get you covered. And as we continue to break down the after effects of a Super Bowl that took place on Sunday, we look towards the future and see, well, the Chiefs dynasty may just be getting started. I've long said that if you're going to win a Super Bowl, you need to either have a first ballot Hall of Famer or a quarterback on a rookie contract. So you have to look at Patrick Mahomes and say, which is he? How did they win this game? Is it because of his rookie contract or is it because he's a first ballot Hall of Famer? I'll tell you this much. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. So even if the Chiefs go ahead and break the bank and give him the largest contract in NFL history and give him $100 million guaranteed and $200 million overall, and they give him $40 million a year to just shatter every single different record when it comes to paying a quarterback, he is still good enough that they can build around him with whatever money is left on the salary cap and get back to the big game. Will it be as easy as it was this year, knowing that you had $14 million to spend on on Sammy Watkins or a boatload of money to spend on Frank Clark? No, but the dynasty window is still open. Also, now that football is in our rearview mirror, we can look at a baseball story that has been festering right under our noses. Mookie Betts, the all-world, all-star for the, the Boston Red Sox, former World Series champion, one of the best players in the world. Matter of fact, if you take Mike Trout and put him on Mars, then Mookie Betts becomes the best player on earth. The Red Sox are really considering trading Mookie Betts, which is just unheard of for a major market team to essentially salary dump the best player on their team. And make no mistake about it, he is the best player on their team. I hate this move. Why? Because they're already paying David Price $32 million per year over the next three. Chris Sale, $145 million over the next five. Xander Bogarts, $20 million per year over the next six. J.D. Martinez, $60-plus million over the next three. Nathan Eovaldi, $17 million per year over the next three. Even Dustin Pedroia is getting $25 million over the next two years. And without Mookie Betts, you're spending all of that money for nothing because you will not convince me that Mookie Betts is not 
absolutely quintessential, absolutely necessary for the Red Sox to win another World Series. Otherwise, you're just spending all that money to make the playoffs and losing the first round. ACC roundup action here. Chase Bryce, former highly heralded recruit, uh, quarterback that signed with Clemson, who in the meantime has been leapfrogged by the younger player Trevor Lawrence, has backed up Trevor Lawrence for each of the last two years, has decided to transfer. Not only that, has decided where he's transferring. And later this year, he will uh, enroll at Duke with two years of immediate eligibility remaining after graduating from Clemson and being a graduate transfer. This is a match made in heaven for Duke and Bryce. Uh, David Cutcliffe, the head coach of Duke, needed experience at the quarterback position where he returns only one player on the roster that has thrown a pass with Quentin Harris's departure. Meanwhile, Chase Bryce gets an opportunity to work with a quarterback whisperer, quarterback guru, and stay in the ACC. If you're Virginia Tech, it's a bit of a bummer because you're playing Duke on November 21st on the second to last game and you want them to be as beatable as possible, but now you'll just have to beat Chase Bryce as he takes over the reins. Tonight for the Hokies, uh, Georgia Tech basketball at Georgia Tech. Uh, the, the, the Georgia Tech squad is 10-12 and 12 on the year, 4-7 and seven in the ACC. But Virginia Tech at the moment not in a place to look down upon anybody. Uh, they are coming off three straight losses, Boston College, Miami, and Florida State, looking for a get-back game. Unfortunately, when you play in the ACC, there are no in-conference get-back games. There are no in-conference tune-up games. So even with Georgia Tech being a bottom feeder in the league, Virginia Tech still has to bring their A game to beat DeVoe and Wright and Banks and Alvarado, four guys that play for Georgia Tech, all averaging double figures. It's the first time the Hokies have seen that this season. Looking elsewhere quickly here, uh, the Chiefs window we already talked about. Uh, Lamar Jackson, a un, or excuse me, a unanimous MVP. Have yet to mention that, and it is worth mentioning. His season this year is absolutely incredible. I look at a few uh, similarities to Patrick Mahomes' ascent. Second year in the league, MVP, but a disappointing uh, loss in the playoffs. That's both for Patrick Mahomes and for Lamar Jackson. What happened in the third year for Patrick Mahomes? He put it all together, maybe with a little less individual hype, but even more team success. He becomes a Super Bowl MVP, a champion, and solidifies his spot amongst the top of the league. Lamar Jackson will now have the opportunity to do that last year in a very similar vein to another uh, athletic unusuality in Patrick Mahomes. All right, everybody, Tim Donnelly show rolling along here on the, the talk of the New River Valley, WRAD 101.7, 103.5, 1460 AM as well. I'm Tim Donnelly alongside producer Lobro here inside the Mockadoo studio. It is the top of our final hour, which means it is time for the top five, our final top list of Top Tuesday. It's Top Tuesdays with Tim Donnelly. Here's your top five. So we are now two days into the offseason for football. NFL has been officially done for, for Monday and now Tuesday. How are you holding up? I'm, I'm looking at the bright side. You told me uh, you told me you were getting, you know, when you get up, you're like introspecting there in the mirror. You're like staring at yourself in the mirror. I, every, I, my friends and family have, a lot of them have reached out to me over the last month and said, you know, what, how's mornings going, right? Because we've, we've moved the show to mornings. We, we were three to six in the afternoon. Now we do six to nine in the morning, which is a big change in lifestyle. How's it going? 
you know, how's going to bed at 8.30 most nights? Like, how is it, how is it going? And, and I tell them, you know what? It's actually kind of awesome, right? I'm, my, my work day is done early. The, I said the, the only bad part is the first 10 minutes of the day. The mo- from, from when I get physically out of my bed to when I am done brushing my teeth. That, that's it. I mean, then I'm up, right? Then I'm, you know, you're packing up your bag, you're putting on clothes, you're, you're, you're going to, to work, and it's fine. And the, the roads are empty on the drive-in. There's no traffic. You know, if you want to stop and get something, there's no lines. Like, you're, you're, the rest of your day is pretty good. So it's that first 10 minutes. And I do have that moment where I'm brushing my teeth, washing my face, looking in the mirror, and I realize, you know, very few people are awake right now. <laughs> It is. It's just me and my thoughts. But now you gotta you gotta realize football's football. done. So yeah. I don't even have that to look forward to. So I'm being optimistic, right? I'm being uh, trying to live the live what I what I share, which is you know look at the bright side. And thus we are counting down the best things about the more recent, like the near football off season. This isn't you know I'm not counting you know June. Right, it's got to be something that's kind of close by. Number five, you'll appreciate this one, Lobro. Golf, baby. We see, see, see. Some people wait till uh, you know the majors come around to get invested with golf. There's the Pebble Beach Pro Am this weekend. There was the Waste Management Open this past weekend. There, there's already been the, you know, wait the Waste Management Open. Waste Management that's Phoenix a, Open, that's absolutely an interesting name with one. with one of the best holes in golf. Their 16th, one of the only holes in golf where you're allowed to cheer like an actual sporting event. So you know mm. you can if they put it on the green, you can go yeah. If they don't, you boo. But but you know you usually can't do that in golf. Normally it's all silence and, and golf claps. I I have to wonder if golf would be more exciting if you were allowed to just you know bring your popcorn and go you know spill it all over the place when somebody hits a hole in one. You should have watched the 16th hole this past weekend. Oh man, the Waste Management Open. Now you know which tournament is your tournament. I'm gonna have to go back and the one hole like the, the 16th tur- hole. Everyone goes through it and it's and it's really it's like it's really fun. Um, golf it it's it's been going on. The, be- the greatest players in the world. They're unbelievable. Watch them. Tiger's been playing a few times uh, this year already. Uh, you, you you don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. This past weekend, there was Justin Thomas. There was Bubba. There was John Rahm. Really, really good deal. Uh, number four. The XFL. Who says it's football offseason? No, actually, I just want to see how they're going to be different. I'm. I, this is more... Like it, it's almost like uh, you ever been driving down the highway and you see a car that has like a, a an exhaust pipe that's like a half inch off the ground or they have a hubcap that's just wobbling and you hope nothing bad happens. And you want to let them know somehow. But you right? can't take your eyes off it. Yeah. Like that's kind of how I feel with the XFL. Like, I hope it works. Like, there's a lot of people that invest a lot of money, a lot of time in putting the XFL together. And I hate to see people lose hundreds of millions of dollars. And I know, I, I know individuals. Like, I know people that, I, that I'm friendly with that are trying to kickstart an, a, a career in football by playing in the XFL. Like, I hope it works out for those individuals. It could be good as, like, like, like what we were talking about with the AAF, like a developmental Exactly. Type like, if you ball out in the XFL, you might end up making real money in the NFL. Like, I hope that happens. But there is a exhaust pipe that is a quarter of an inch off the ground 
There is a hubcap that's wobbling. They got a cracked windshield, and I'm 100 yards back on the highway going, you know what, I'm not even going to pass. I don't want to be anywhere near that car. I'm going to slow down and watch them from a distance. But that doesn't mean that I'm not going to watch. I think it's pretty exciting, though, like the whole XFL thing. And I think the and, wrestling fan in me still hopes it's going to have some like, kind of wild, crazy like thing going on. It's going to be like a ladder match. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and actually, uh, Big Nate, who who's produced this show in, in the past and also is a, a personality on 105.3 The Bear, um, works here around the station, does quite a bit for us. Uh, he already has tickets. He's going to go see the D.C. D- Defenders in, uh, I think, November, maybe. Really? Uh, yeah, I think his dad may have gotten season tickets. So he's he's already he's gonna go check out the XFL. So we'll at least have one person that is going to have seen it live and be able to report back. Oh yeah, that's number four. Number three. The NFL draft. As soon as the Super Bowl is over, it's full NFL draft season. You know, I, I joke and say it's it's the off season for football, but in the NFL, it's year round. There really is no off season for football. Um, so, you know, we just go from talking about Mahomes and Jimmy G to talking about Tua and Joe Burrow. We're still talking about talented quarterbacks. We're still talking about what they can do in the clutch. We're still talking about what their potential is long-term. It's just, we haven't seen them play in the NFL yet, but the conversation is going to go on. So I I'm ready for mock draft season. I'm ready for trade season. I'm ready for free agency. I'm ready for the NFL off season, which has become its own season. Number two. The NBA? That seems simple, right? Yeah. I mean, we've already kind of been following, and now you dive in full bore, and, and you get to see the race for the playoffs, race for seeding, which teams are going to be the favorites. LeBron, Giannis, Luka, if he comes back. They're, I mean, I mean, it's the NBA. The NFL is not here to distract us anymore. But you, you've, if you're a true sports junkie, right, if you're a true sports addict, you've probably been watching the NBA during the week already. Uh, you've probably been watching the NBA, you know, on a, on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday when football has been taking place on the weekends during the playoffs. So you've, you've already, you know, you, you've begun your transition. It's like this. You ever changed food for a dog? Uh, yeah. And the dog at first is like, eh. well, what they say to do is when you have about half a bag left of the old stuff, buy the bag of the new stuff and start with three fourths of the old stuff, a quarter of the new stuff, yeah, mix it in. And then half of the old stuff, half the new stuff. That's what we we hopefully you've been doing to yourself. Okay, we were going off a of different like different things here. I was like, maybe you start watching NBA and you're like, eh, at first, and you start. Then you figure more it out. More. It's either that way, but hopefully you you've been weaning yourself onto the NBA, you know, a little bit at a time. Number one, one of the greatest things in sports, March Madness, baby. We're, I mean, it's February fourth. March Madness is bearing down. There, we're looking down the barrel of good old March Madness. March Madness, baby! And prep for March Madness, right? You got to start watching the teams now so you know which teams are going to be your teams come March in your bracket. Uh, You don't want to be the one that's just picking off colors or the Wildcats would lose in a fight to the Bears, so give me the Bears. We're not, no, 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 (laughs) no. We're we're, we're not going to do that. That sounds exactly like the way I would pick things. You you need to, you need to, like Florida State has become a team that I think I'm going to have go a round or two further than, than most other people. Like, you need to develop your teams now. Dayton is a team that I think is going to be a, a one to watch because of Obi Toppin. Uh, you need to find your teams now so when the brackets do come out, you know what you're doing. Don't, don't, be, don't be, oh, look at this one. The Tigers 
are playing the Tigers, so I have to pick the one with my favorite color. Ah, don't be that. Don't be that. March Madness, best thing about the NFL offseason. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I saw a conversation on Twitter, a question on Twitter that I want to ask Lobro. Next, right here, Tim Donnelly Show. Come for the sports talk, but please don't ask them to sing. Babe. I got you, babe. I got, I got you, you, babe. The Tim Donnelly Show will be right back on WRAD. Welcome back into the Tim Donnelly Show on the talk of the New River Valley. WRAD, 101.7, 103.5, 1460 AM as well. Uh, I'm Tim Donnelly, joined by producer Lobro here inside the Mockadoo studio. Guests and callers join us on the Baker team hotline, 540-639-4900. We're caught in a bit of a predicament here because uh, this segment was supposed to be a, a question that I had for Lobro, and at the moment he is screening a call to see if we should if we should bring a caller onto the show. So it looks like we are going to have a caller on the Baker team hotline, so we appreciate uh, appreciate Lobro for doing his job here. Oh, thank you. Uh, we got George from Reiner on the Faker team hotline. All right, George from Reiner joining us. What's going on, George? I got a question. All right, uh, hopefully I have an answer for you. I, I, I'm a little confused in basketball mm-hmm. what you call the one, two, three, four, five players. I thought it meant the position that we're in. But I think I'm wrong after what you said earlier. I, so explain to me what explain to me what that means, and I'm going to hang up and and listen to your answer on the radio. Thank you very much, George. Uh, that's actually a great question. Maybe I was kind of confusing there. Um, you're right. The one, two, three, four, five are positions. Uh, one being point guard, two, three being the wings, four being power forward, five being the center, uh, and and that's more traditional. What I was referring to was kind of making a uh, a, a, an analogy to to football where you have a number one option, a number two option, a number three option. Um, and, and that's kind of what I was going to. The hierarchy I was talking about had nothing to do with positions. It was, it was about um, listing in order. Maybe I should have used A, B, C, D, E options. Uh, listing in order who you want to make sure each game gets enough, uh, gets enough attempts, right? Because, uh, you know, Sometimes you can get caught up in a game, and this happens um, often, where you know a coach doesn't realize, oh, this guy hasn't touched the ball in a few minutes. Oh, this guy hasn't taken a shot in a few minutes, or in in five minutes, or six minutes, or since the last media timeout. Um, so, so what I what I really want to happen is just to make sure that there is a conscious effort to get your A, B, and C options, your one, two, and three options, your your you know, premier deluxe. I don't know. You, you can name them however you want. Uh, I just want to make sure that Nolly, Radford and Cone, we don't put numbers on them. Just put those three uh, are, are consciously being thought of as guys that need to get the ball more often uh, and, and get shots designed for them, whether it's other guys driving and kicking to them or, or, play calls where you're literally running them off screens and running them off in and outs or, or, or whatever it is uh, to get shot. So you're, you're right, George, and I apologize for not being more specific about that, that the one, the two, the three, the four, the five are positions in basketball. Um, but I was more just referring to a hierarchy that I hope the coaches have in mind on, on who should be getting the shots uh, throughout the game. 
So we'll take a break. Thank you for the call, George. Call back in anytime. Baker Team Hotline. When we come back, I'm going to ask Lobro that question, and we'll have more of the Tim Donnelly Show. Stick around. Welcome back into the Tim Donnelly Show on the talk of the New River Valley, WRAD, 101.7103.5, AM as well. I'm Tim Donnelly, producer Lobro, joining me here inside the Mockadoo studio. Before we go any further, Valentine's Day is creeping up, fellas. Uh, Valentine's in the Valley wants, or WRAD wants you to win the Valentine's in the Valley, which is the ultimate Valentine's Day. Treat that special someone in your life this Valentine's Day. Register to win with Pandora. Register to win a Pandora Valentine's necklace from PR Sturgill Fine Jewelry in Radford. A dinner at Preston's at the River Course. A makeover at Inside Out Salon in Christiansburg. Golf for four at the Pete Dye River Course, including carts and green fees. Now, I don't think I'm, I, well, I know I'm not eligible to win, but I think I'd be eligible if someone else won if they wanted to bring me along for the golf at the Pete Dye River Course. Oh, I see what you're doing now. Okay. I'm, I'm just saying, if there's someone out there and, and you'd like to be be a pal. Uh, now, I'm more, now if they want to do that, now I'm more about the food. Like, I've never had presents at the River Course, and I think that would be delicious. You, I think so. that's more of like a date night type yeah, of thing. But if, I mean, if you want to. With four, you, wanna, you could bring like your, your significant other and you still got two others. But you could, I mean, if you wanted to bring me along, maybe, I mean, I, I'll just take an appetizer. I won't complain. Just have an appetizer. Maybe you could get some fudge because the last part is is the treats from the Blue Ridge Fudge Lady Shop in Pulaski. That sounds delicious. Maybe too. they could drop off a bite or two of fudge for you. Sounds good. Uh, to register for the Valentine's in the Valley, simply sign up online at wradradio.com by February 9th at midnight, and you could win the ultimate Valentine's Day prize pack from the WRAD Talk Network. Once again, the wradradio.com, or excuse me, not the WRAD Radio, just wradradio.com. I'm so used to saying the WRAD Radio Network. It's WRADradio.com by February 9th at midnight, but why wait? Go right now if you can. Valentine's in the Valley, it's an awesome, awesome prize. How bad are we for trying to pick morsels from a winner of our contest? Well, I'm, I'm, ju- I'm just saying, <laughs> I, I think I'm a pretty fun person to golf with. I'm very positive. When you hit a good shot, I'm giving you, you fist bumps. When you have a bad shot, I'm going, that's all right. Take another. Like I'm a, I, I think I'm a fun person to golf with. I can increase your your... Time at the Pete Dye River Course. Are you going to uh, dress up in your best tiger-ish look? I, I mean, if if that's what they would like, I have the the black golf pants, the red golf shirt, the Nike hat. Like I could I could go full tiger. Won't play like tiger. I can I can uh, curse like tiger. I can swear like a sailor after bad shots. We could do it that way if you want. I could fist bump after good shots. My good shots are not nearly as good as Tiger's good shots, but I'll take them anyway. It might just be just as entertaining to watch. I have a question for you, Lobro. All right. I saw this one on Twitter, and it, and it was kind of going viral, and people had different answers. Um, if you, as you stand right now, meaning no training, you don't get notification and get to go you know, six months to some uh, exotic gym anywhere, as you stand right now, we're given 24 minutes in an NBA game. You, you're going to finish the 24 minutes no matter how bad you play. What stat line could you put together? Like points scored, things points, like that. rebounds, assists, steals, turnovers, injuries, uh, asthma attacks. 
I'd like to think I could at least put up a point or two. Yeah. Um, I'd like to think I could, I could at least put up a point or two. Maybe. I feel What's like- the strategy? Give me, give me your game plan going in. Oh man. Uh, I'll tell you right now. I think I would score. I'm telling you right now, I would score. It might take me 45 shots, and I might throw up progressively more ridiculous shots. You're gonna do the, you're gonna do the uh, the granny shot. Fade, no, I'm talking about like fadeaways from the corner, <laughs> just because I might have to do that to get a shot off. Like I don't I don't have delusions of myself being able to shake an NBA quality defensive stopper and get like an open jumper. I mean, me and you are tall guys too, so I think at least our not in might... NBA standards. Well, okay, I fine. am I am an undersized what? point guard in NBA standards. Really? I am a tall person in most aspects of life. We are like what, like six? I'm a little under like six four. Six three and three four. You make me feel short. And I am an and I'm over undersized point guard in the NBA. Man, see, I was trying, I was starting to think I could have some kind of advantage. I could like maybe get a couple of the rebounds, but no, some dude's gonna be like reached and over They're my head without six, even leaving the ground. Seven and above. Okay, well, I'd like to think I could hit a couple. I've or hit a point or two. I think I might, but I'd have to be pretty close to the basket. I would also see the problem is, and, give, and they'd have to give it to me too because I'm not good at just running in there and trying to grab the ball. Like they're, they're going to have to give it to me. Your teammates going to set you up. Um, not set me up. I think the closer you get to the basket is a bad strategy. Really, I think the closer you are to the basket, the closer the defense is going to be. I think the strategy that probably both of us would have to imply or employ is to shoot from as far as possible and hope that we get lucky. I mean, I'm no sharpshooter, like. I don't think I don't think I'm gonna be making threes. Then I think it's gonna be difficult for you to score. I think it will be, but that's why I'm gonna have to get close to the basket, put up those. There, there's points. gonna be a seven footer in between you and the basket. Well, I'm gonna have to just be like, look, a cute dog photo, and then hope they look the other way. And that's then get the around strategy. Me. We're going straight to the cute dog photos. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, I just I just wanted to, like, and I feel like that's a, a question to ask yourself, and it's it's a question where. Like, as you stand right now, it changes everything. It's fun to fantasize if, and put yourself in because that. Because if you location. were to ask most most people out there, in your physical prime, could you score? I think everyone's going to say, like, oh, absolutely, I was quick, I was this. But if you say, as you stand right now, it makes people look at themselves through a more real lens. Yeah, I honestly... I don't think I'm a, I'm keeping up with those guys. Like no, 24 I, minutes, you're gassed. Like I can run fast for a short period of time, but not. for You better long score periods. in your first like two minutes. Yeah, because otherwise, because then be your hand, worse. your hands are on your knees and you're wheezing. Probably, yeah. All right, I respect that. See, that's the the honesty glass that we're looking for. Uh, let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, I have a few conversations about the Chiefs I want to have, uh, and and then we're gonna get to picks. But first, I want to remind everybody: this weekend it's a Tuesday, but you can look towards the weekend. Grab yourself a Dos Equis and keep it interesante, uh, because after all, uh, Dos Equis is the only beer that inspired the first two point conversion, inspired Ben Franklin to knock down uh, goalposts, and a whole bunch of other. Uh, facts that are, well, let's just say the truth was stretched. So uh, stretch the truth a little. Keep your stories interesante. Grab yourself a, a Dos Equis, And as always, please drink responsibly. We'll be back after this with more of the Tim Donnelly Show right after this. Got something to say? Why don't you just say it? Call in now, 540-639-4900. Say what? Bring your opinion. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. But be sure you can back it up. Back this thing up. Calm down. We're backing. More of the Tim Donnelly Show next on WRAD. 
Welcome back into the Tim Donnelly Show. Talk of the New River Valley, WRAD, 101.7103.5, AM. I'm Tim Donnelly alongside producer Lobro here inside the Mockadoo studio. Why are you looking at me with big eyes? You looked and you looked and you pointed up and I thought you were trying to signal to me something was wrong. Oh, and I'm like goodness. sitting, I'm panicking over here, which and I just, made you I, panic. I pointed up to say we're in the Mockadoo studio. I looked at Lobro and it looked like a car was coming through the window that he that he was looking out of. You know the you know like the horror movie where like the killer is behind the one person and they're in a conversation and so you would know it and I don't. So I looked like there was a, like something behind you. Look, you. you looked like you were trying to tell me to like duck cuz Freddy Krueger was coming for my neck, but you had to do it non-verbally because if you said something then Freddy would hear it. That was holy cow, made my heart jump. Uh, I was like ah ah I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. Um, <laughs> uh, or how about this one? We set a car coming through the window. Ready for this segue. If you drive your car through a window, there's probably going to be some dents, dings, scratches, scrapes, probably going to need some auto body repair. And the window is probably going to need help, but they can figure that out later. Yeah. You can take your car to Collision Plus in Blacksburg and Christiansburg. How about that one? It happens. There are those videos that pop up online where you or the pictures where you just see like a truck that's half in someone's living room or like a like a Dairy Queen or a Baskin Robbins. People are just sitting around eating their ice cream. Then all of a sudden a minivan comes plowing through the front glass. I don't know how it happens, but I can tell you that even if it's a full on auto collision repair, Collision Plus can help you out. Whether it's a grocery cart ding or driving through a ice cream shop, uh, <laughs> Collision Repair and Auto Body. Uh, damage repair is all done at two convenient locations right here in the NRV. Collision Plus has been providing quality auto body repair to the greater New River Valley since 1991 with superior work, premium product use, and customer service that is unmatched in the collision service industry. Collision Plus has established itself as an elite vehicle repair facility, not only in Southwest Virginia, but also nationally. Uh, The phone number is 540-953- Three nine one zero. That's five four zero nine five three three nine one zero. How's that for a live read? Hey, I, I love it. All right. You never know where it's gonna go. Never, ever, ever. Not in the Everest ever. Uh, Chiefs. Real quickly, I want to talk about the Chiefs window. It, during the the uh, the Gotcha Covered segment, I said we might be on the precipice of a Chiefs dynasty, and I want to explain why I say that. If you look at the quarterbacks that have won Super Bowls since Brad Johnson on the Buccaneers and I believe 02. If you go back since then, the only quarterbacks that have won Super Bowls have either been on a rookie contract, guys that were backing up players on a rookie contract, or first ballot Hall of Famers. That's it. Brady, Breeze, Rodgers, Manning, Manning, Roethlisberger, first ballot Hall of Famers, or... Russell Wilson on a rookie contract, Joe Flacco on a rookie contract, Nick Foles backing up Carson Wentz on a rookie contract. The reason those are important is because when a quarterback is on a rookie contract, you can pay the rest of the roster way more. And we saw it with the Chiefs, right? They could pay to have Sammy Watkins be a $14 million third option. You could pay to have Frank Clark be be hugely, hugely uh, paid, despite the fact that he might have been the third or fourth best defensive player on the team. Uh, That will stop when Patrick Mahomes gets his cash. So the reason I'm saying that they might be on the precipice of a dynasty is because I believe that 
Patrick Mahomes is part of that group that I just read to you. I believe he fits in to Brady, Rodgers, Manning, Manning, Roethlisberger, Breeze, Mahomes. I believe he's in there, which means that the, the window doesn't slam closed when he gets his big money. If you look at how the Ravens operated, right? The Ravens had a Super Bowl window under Flacco. They won a Super Bowl with Joe Flacco. The moment they gave him $120 million, that door slammed shut until they got out from under his contract, brought in another rookie contract, and now they have another window with Lamar Jackson. That's kind of how the NFL works unless you have a first ballot Hall of Famer. Unless you have a first ballot Hall of Famer. Same is true for the Eagles. Uh, Unless you believe they're going to win one in the next couple of years, they won a Super Bowl while Carson Wentz was on a rookie contract and they could spend money elsewhere. And then once they paid him a boatload of cash, they have not been the same team. I believe the Chiefs are built, or I should say Patrick Mahomes is built in a way that gives them a permanently open window for as long as he is at the top of his game, which means the Chiefs window is not two, three years. The Chiefs window is 10 years, right? The Chiefs window is as long as the Saints window has been open. They've only won one Super Bowl, but the window has been open forever because of Breeze. You could say the same about the Packers. The Packers only won one Super Bowl, but it's been open forever because of Rodgers. That's what's going on here. That's what's going on here. So, so they're not going to be stuck in the Philip Rivers conundrum by paying, uh, by paying Patrick Mahomes. Of course, the Philip Rivers conundrum being something that I've illustrated multiple times in guarding the Chargers, regarding the Chargers, which is Philip Rivers was good enough to get the giant contract, but not good enough to make up for the deficiencies on a roster that are caused by having a giant contract. Same as Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco was good enough with a roster around him built uh, built way up to win a Super Bowl. He did that. He was not good enough to overcome the roster deficiencies that come when you have a giant contract at the quarterback position. So you, you have to when, when you are deciding whether to pay a guy buku amounts of dollars, you need to decide whether they are Phillip Rivers or whether they are Brady, Breeze, Manning, Manning, Roethlisberger, Rodgers. I believe Patrick Mahomes is Brady, Manning, Manning, Breeze, Roethlisberger, Rodgers. So the window is open, and this could be a fun time if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan or a fan of offensive football to watch he, Eric Bieniemy, as long as he is there before he gets a head coaching opportunity, and Andy Reid and Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and whoever else hangs around to be a part of this, Mecole Hardman, to, to really make an assault over the next five, ten years on offensive football in, in, the, uh, in the NFL. So it's, it's kind of a permanently open window. It's as permanently open as, say, you know, the Indianapolis Colts window was in 2001. It's as permanently open as the, the Packers were in 2009. As permanently open as uh, the, the Patriots were 15 years ago. That's pretty darn permanently open. That is a good spot to be. Now let's go ahead and jump into picks. Not many games. Again, second straight uh, day. Not huge premier games when all of us are looking for a new home. I talked about this extensively yesterday. Uh, Not a ton of giant premier games in college basketball and NBA basketball when there are a bunch of NFL fans that are are walking alone in the wilderness with a compass that doesn't work. For, For 
months we've been walking in, in the woods with a compass that points us directly towards the, the closest football field. High school, cool. College, great. NFL, love it. That's where the compass led us. Now we're looking down on it and it's just spinning something crazy. And the NBA isn't giving us any magnetic force. College basketball isn't either. Uh, let's look at, although in Blacksburg we do, obviously watch Virginia Tech, but but the national is not giving us much for picks. Uh, in college basketball, number 22, Penn State, taking on number 16, Michigan State. Um, I've talked about this. Hokies need henchmen, right? Once the Hokies beat a team, that team becomes their henchmen. You want Michigan State to finish as the best possible team they could possibly be because Virginia Tech beat them. And if they do pull off some upsets down the stretch, beat Virginia, beat Duke, beat Louisville, some of these real season-changing wins, they're going to want Michigan State to be another giant quality win. And the only way that happens is if Michigan State beats other top 25 teams to regain their status as a top 10, top 5 team in the country. This could be a good start. So at home in Lansing, East Lansing, I expect the Michigan State Spartans to continue their dominance over their in-conference foes by beating number 22 Penn State and thus increasing the quality of win for Virginia Tech beating Michigan State earlier this year. Uh, Elsewhere in the ACC, number seven in the country, Duke is taking on Boston College. Uh, It is in Boston College. I don't think that matters that much. Uh, I do believe Duke to be a a fairly good team, so I'm going to go ahead and take Duke to beat Boston College on the road. Uh, Virginia Tech at Georgia Tech. This game, 7 o'clock start. You want my pick? You're going to have to tune in to the 105.3 The Bear Tailgate Show from 5.30 to 6.30 on our sister station, 105.3 The Bear, the flagship for Virginia Tech Athletics. Uh, We will be live at the Blacksburg Mockadoos from 5.30 to 6.30, and I will finish that show with making not only my prediction, score prediction, but also my pick to pop. Uh, We will have some fun with it, so be sure to tune in then. Uh, I will not make a pick right now, but if you listen to the tailgate show enough, I think you know which way I'm leaning. Uh, In the NBA, the Bucs are playing the Pelicans. This could be a future matchup. This could, I mean, Zion versus Giannis. This could be a matchup that three, four years from now is two of the best in the league going at it. Uh, In the meantime, it's one of the best in the league going up against one of the most exciting young players in the league. Uh, So I'm I'm interested to watch, but I don't think that Zion has enough uh, bullets in the chamber to really, you know, go to war with the Bucs. So go ahead and give me the Bucs. Hornets at Rockets. Ah, eh. Sorry, Hornets fans. Rockets are going to win this one by a bunch. Uh, Blazers at Nuggets. Uh, Blazers and Nuggets. Dame Lillard is on an absolute tear. Dame Lillard is, is, you know, trying to win the MVP from like the eighth seed, which doesn't happen ever. It's always, you know, a good player on, on a really good team or a great player on a great team. Uh, but he's trying, he's doing his darndest. Uh, in this case, sorry, I think the Nuggets pull it out. Spurs at Lakers. Uh, the Lakers are going to win. Spurs are in a rough spot. Popovich is, 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 you know, trying to make lemonade out of lemons down there in San Antonio. This one's played in LA. Give me the Lakers. And that just about does it for us here today. Again, tomorrow, eight o'clock tomorrow, we will have Bill Roth in studio along with Luis Baker from the Baker team at Long and Foster in studio for the Roth Report. Should have a really fun conversation there. Uh, and then, of course, we'll be breaking down the Hokies as they take on Georgia Tech tonight. Until tomorrow, have a great night, everybody. Everybody.